are studying the book of Romans. We're in chapter 9. Uh, we read 1 through 5 yesterday and talked a little bit about those verses, but we didn't get to 3 through 5. Uh, so we will can we will uh, go through those verses uh, today and get as far as we can. We are in no hurry. This is our church with no walls. This is the church with no walls, brothers and sisters. The church with no walls. I'm going to uh, get a website up for you guys, and I'm going to get a way for you to call me and leave little messages or, or prayer requests, or you can email me and uh, give me prayer requests. The next time we podcast, Lord's Will, I should have that for you so that you can contact me and we can begin to build this church with no walls. Why do I call it that? Because the church is in each and every one of us. We don't need a building to participate in. We just need the love of God in our hearts. We can meet under a tree. We can meet under the stars. We can meet anywhere. As long as two or more are gathered in his name, he says he is there with us. Father, let us come to you and when we're in need of things, help us to see your truth and see the world for what it really is. Father, the world is under the control of money. Money, money, money. You told us in First Timothy, I believe, 6 and 10, for the love of money is the root of all evil. And Father, we are witnessing that. So we ask you now on behalf of your son and in the name of his holiness, we ask that you guide us through this pandemic, through this pandemic, not COVID-19 pandemic, but the pandemic of lies, the pandemic of sin, the pandemic of lack of faith, the pandemic of being merciless, and the pandemic of not having any compassion and love for one another. Father, help us do this thing because you're the only one that can help us and save us. Thank you so much in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, we're talking about privileges of, of Israel, okay? Israel was the chosen. The Jews were Israelites. A man's great respect for his people, glory, glory, hallelujah, when a man has respect for his people. Paul had just declared his great love for Israel. Now he assures them of his respect. He did not deny their place in the plan and purposes of God. He knew they were greatly privileged people, okay? He knew that they were greatly privileged people. See, the Israelites, as I stated earlier, they, the Jews were Israelites. Their very name, Israel, meant a prince with God or who one who rules with God or one who contends with God. That's what their name means. That's what Israel means. A prince with God or one who rules with God or one who contends with God. And their name had been given them from the very founding of their nation. Okay, It had come from Jacob whose name had been changed by God to Israel. The name was later adopted by the descendants of Jacob. The descendants of Jacob later on adopted that name. But Jacob became Israel. And in Genesis 32, 28, 
Your name shall no longer be called Jacob, but Israel, for you have striven with God and with men and have prevailed, okay? And if we look at John 1, Jesus saw Nathanael coming toward him and said of him, Behold, an Israelite indeed, in whom there is no deceit. Jacob's people. Jacob was changed to Israel. His name was changed to Israel. Israel meant a prince with God or one who rules with God or one who contends with God. And here we have in John where he, this is confirmed when he says, behold, an Israelite indeed in whom there is no deceit. So the Jews had a great favor uh, uh, with God. Okay, They were his people. In the providence of God, Believers have been highly privileged, just as Israel was. Believers have been given the name of God's own son, Christian, which means a follower or a disciple of Jesus Christ. What was most, what must guard against his, excuse me, what we must guard against is bringing shame to the Lord's name. Too many profess his name, but do not really follow him. Okay, I, I, I got to pause there because this is what this bothers me so much is there are a lot of people who go around saying that they're Christians, that they believe in God, that they serve God, and but they're not. Then they don't follow him. So you're lying to people, and then what it does is it's giving a bad name and putting a bad taste for God in people's mouth because you have people standing there lying, saying that they're Christians and they're not following God. And I'm talking about people who even come to the building. That's why the building cannot be the church. The church is in you. He said upon this rock, when Peter made that confession, Peter wasn't in a building. He says, upon this rock I'll build my church. It was the confession that Jesus Christ is the Savior. Jesus Christ is Lord and Savior. He is the Savior of the world. Okay, he is the only Savior this world has or ever will have. Okay, so upon that confession, he began to build his church. Well, when you make that confession before you are going down in the watery grave of baptism and you come up, he begins to build his church in you. That's what he means. And he also says in the Bible, just so that you'll know that I'm telling the truth, in Matthew 7, 21, it says, Not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven, but he that doeth the will of my Father, which is in heaven. Okay, that T-H on the end means that you continuously doing the will of my Father, which is in heaven. Now, that's Matthew 7, 21. So don't be deceived, brothers and sisters out there. Some of you have a pure heart for God. God. Don't let those who are deceivers fool you any longer. Not everyone that says unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom. Okay? The people draw nigh unto me with their mouth and honoreth me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. That's Matthew chapter 15 and verse 8. And we also can can take a peek at Isaiah 29, 13. And he says, And the Lord said, Because the, this people draw near with their mouth and honor me with their lips, while their hearts are far from me, and their fear of me is a commandment taught by men. And their fear of me 
is a commandment taught by men. See, the Bible says the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, but fear that is taught to you by man, uh-uh, uh-uh. See, man wants you to, to fear God for the wrong reason. God wants you to fear him out of respect and love and honor so that you will be called, you have reverence for him and him alone so that you won't be running around calling me reverend. You don't reverence me. I'm your brother. We're, we're, we're brothers and sisters. You understand? Because God is our father and Jesus is our brother. We're brothers and sisters. How can I be a reverend if Jesus ain't a reverend? That would mean that Jesus would have reverence and all for me. Better, you, 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 better, you better talk to God more and talk to man less. They profess that they know God, but in works they deny him, being abominable and disobedient unto every good work reprobate. Titus 1.16 states that. Okay, what, what has happened to us too, we've compromised. We've bought into the world in this. See, the world, the, the Bible tells us something. Uh, uh, let, me, let me see if I can get this. First Timothy 16 says, For the love of money is the root of all evil, which while some coveted after, they have erred from the faith and pierced themselves through with many sorrows see we have gone after money we have stopped loving god and started loving money and things see and that is what is wrong with the church and this world the church loves money too yeah you got you got people who love money more than they love god okay they go to church every sunday every wednesday good prayer good 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 brother good oh yeah but they're, they're, they're far from God, or he wouldn't have put this in the scripture. He's not talking about people of the world. He's talking about people in the church. Okay, so what would cause problems in the church? Money, okay? Money, which is loving money, it has to be a sin because you can't love God and love money. And if you don't love God, then you're an enemy. If you love the world, you're an enemy of God. If you love God, you're an enemy of the world. And if the world loves money, then you would be an enemy of, love, of the world and money. You wouldn't love money. You would just appreciate the fact that money is there so that we can do the work that God has set us out to do. See, you know, let me give you a good example. Right now, we, we have uh, uh, this mandate. Everybody got to get a shot. Okay, now you got a guy that come out and say, okay, we're going to give you a certificate. Each business is that gets 90%, 80%. Okay, so now they got the businesses want you to take a shot because now they're going to get a certificate. Well, with that certificate comes what? Money. And see, all the money that you took from the people for COVID, all that COVID money you took, and now all the people, now they work, and now the companies got to have money to stay afloat. And they say, if you don't get your people to get the shot, we're not going to give you what? The money. Because God says the love of money is the root of all evil. Okay, then every evil that we see is for money. Stop doubting God. Stop trusting yourself and start believing God. He said there is a way that seems right to a man, but in the end it leads to destruction. Okay, remember that. It's going to lead to destruction. If we look at verse 4, again, adoption. The Jews had the privilege of being adopted by God. They were chosen in a very special sense to be the children of God. 
God chose Israel to be his children. Okay. He and and we who were Gentiles or geeks, Greek outside of the commonwealth of Israel, we have been grafted in, okay? We have been allowed to uh, be adopted as sons of God through Jesus Christ. But we got to accept that blood. The Bible says in 1 John 4:22, you worship what you do not know. We worship what we know, for salvation is from the Jews. Jesus Christ was a Jew. Okay? He was Jewish. And he's, that's why the Bible says that salvation is from the Jews. Well, if there's salvation in any and none other than Jesus Christ, and he says salvation is from the Jews, then that means Jesus would have to be Jewish. So everybody who who's trying to make claim with Jesus Christ and picking all these pictures of him, making all these images of him, he is Jewish. And Jewish is the religion that we're all under if we're under Jesus Christ. We're just called Christians now because we're all united under Christ. There is neither Jew nor Gentile nor Greek nor slave nor Santorin. There's none of that anymore. You are all Christians under Christ Jesus. I am the way, the truth, and the life, and no man comes to the Father except by me. Matthew 21, 43 says, Therefore I tell you, the kingdom of God will be taken away from you and given to a people producing its fruit. He's talking about his people. You are the children of the Lord your God. The Deuteronomy 14 and 1. Israel is my son, even my firstborn. Exodus 4:22 When Israel was a child then I loved him and called my son out of Egypt Hosea 11 and 1 okay this is this does not mean that the whole nation of Israel was saved not all citizens of Israel believed God and being adopted into God's family has always been genuine faith in order to be a true child of God, it has always been necessary for a person to believe in God, entrusting his whole being into God's keeping. Romans 9, 6 through 8 says, but it is not as though the word of God has failed, for not all who are descended from Israel belong to Israel, and not all are children of Abraham, because they are his offspring. But through Isaac shall your offspring be named this means that it is not the children of the flesh who are the children of god but the children of the promise are counted as offspring the children of promise not the children of the flesh okay who are the children of god but the children of promise are counted as offspring the children of promise and Isaiah cries out concerning Israel though the number of the sons of Israel be as the sand of the sea only a a remnant of them will be saved not everybody will be saved not everyone that says Lord Lord and as Isaiah predicted if the Lord of hosts had not left us offspring we would have been like Sodom and become like Gomorrah okay we need Jesus in our lives okay but Believers to have the glorious privilege of being adopted by God through faith. We, we who believe, who have believed without seeing, are blessed. Why? Because we are adopted sons of God. 
Bible says in Romans 8.15, for you did not receive the spirit of slavery to fall back into fear, but you have received the spirit of adoption as sons by whom we cry, Abba, Father. That is Romans chapter 8, verse 15. And, and the Bible also says, but as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name. That is John chapter one, verse 12. So let me read that again, because that is a beautiful, that's a beautiful, beautiful. He says, but as many as received him. To them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name. For ye have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but ye have received the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, Father, Romans 8.15. Wherefore out, excuse me, wherefore come out from among them, and be ye separate, saith the Lord, and touch not the unclean thing, and I will receive you, and will be a father unto you, and ye shall be my sons and daughters, said the Lord Almighty. Second Corinthians six seventeen eighteen. Oh boy, he says that come out from among you, um, the come 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 from under the world and separate yourself out to the Lord. And he says, Oh boy, I'll make you sons and daughters of the Almighty. God, Lord, have mercy. Bless each and every one of us this day, Father. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Thank you for being a part of the church with no walls. This is the church with no walls. God lives in each and every one of you. Practice, practice, practice those words that you read in the Bible. These are not stories. These are facts. This is the truth. This is the only truth that God is is alive and Jesus Christ is our Lord and Savior and he that believe it and is baptized shall be saved. That is a truth that will never change. God bless you and may the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight. O Lord, you are my strength and my redeemer. Thank you and God bless you and be safe out there, brother, on that road.